And now, The Federal Drive with Tom Temin on Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network, underwritten by Impress Technology Solutions and Dell EMC. Thanks for joining us on this Tuesday, April 29th, 2019. Six minutes past the hour, I'm Jared Serbu, filling in for Tom Temin. Our producers are Lauren Larson and Eric White. Our digital editors are Amelia Brust and David Thornton. Coming up in this hour of the Federal Drive, how the keeper of some of the nation's most valuable data makes sure it stays secure. Also, when contractors go bad, the Labor Department wants to speed up the process of suspension or debarment. Those stories and much more ahead during this hour of the Federal Drive. First up, though, the Trump administration is putting its stamp on the long-challenged effort for agencies to move to back-office shared services. A new memo from the Office of Management and Budget outlines a modernized approach that tries to build off of successes of the past, recognize well-known potholes that have stymied initiatives over the last 20 years, and maybe most importantly, place the control of change in the hands of all agencies. Federal News Network's executive editor Jason Miller joins me now to talk about this latest attempt to make shared services a success in the government. Hey there, Jason. Hey, Jared. So what is this new strategy? What what are some of the basic nuts and bolts here? What OMB is trying to do here is lay out a, an approach that's really focused on, on several areas. The first one is the establishment of something called Quality Service Management Offices. Here's another acronym for, to write down in your acronym book, Jared, because I know you have one, but, but QSMOs, Q-S-M-O's. Mm-hmm. Now, what these things will do is, is they're going to be led by specific agencies. So you have a cyber QSMO from DHS. You have a financial one from Treasury. You have an HR one from uh, the General Services Administration. And you have a grants one from the Department of Health and Human Services. So those are your first four. Others potentially will come up uh, as the need rises. And these QSMOs will do uh, several things. They are going to be the governance board. They'll be the accountability board. They will create the standards councils. They will also work with agencies where each CFO Act agency will have to appoint a senior accountable official to work with the QSMOs as a way to ensure that everyone's voice is heard as they're creating standards, as they're dealing with governance issues, as they're kind of really putting together these strategies. And and that's important because past efforts, and we'll get to this in a little bit, I know, have not necessarily always taken into account the entire if you will, group of agencies that, that care, they maybe only had a several with, with the loudest voices or or however it was done. The, the second reason, the second thing that the OMB is trying to do is trying to add more accountability and transparency. And this is what falls under the QSMO. So it's, it's not just, hey, we're going to create standards and walk away, but we're going to make this the standards a living document. And then also we're going to, for instance, uh, ensure that there's support from the Office of Government-Wide Policy at GSA. And then finally, the third piece of what they're doing under this shared service strategy is really focused on the workforce, the people aspect of the impact, because part of what the shared services strategy is trying to do is fulfill a piece of the president's management agenda uh, around the moving federal employees from low-value work to high-value work. So by talking to the workforce, by saying, hey, this is what's going to change, and this is how it's going to affect you, and this is how you will be better off, I, I, that that's a key piece to this broader strategy. And, and what's uh, one, one last piece from the memo that's great is there's four previous memos on shared services that they are uh, rescinding and getting rid of. So they are cleaning up their house as they are going down, uh, going forward with a new strategy. Yeah. And the OMB memo, you know, acknowledges the fact that shared services organizations are definitely not a new concept in government, but, but it sort of almost derisively calls the existing organizations legacy shared service providers. So, so what happens to them and, and how is this whole, how is this whole stab at shared services different from, from what the government's done before? 
Well, it's unclear what happens to existing shared service providers. One thing that Suzette Kent, the federal CIO, said on Friday when she they rolled out this new strategy, she said, we're going to take what's happening now, and there's some really good work that's happening now, and we're going to continue that effort. And one example of that is new pay, the GSA initiative around modernizing the payroll service providers. But that's unclear about what will happen to the current payroll service providers, National Finance Center, Interior Business Center, as, as two examples, and GSA themselves, whether they'll be combined, whether they'll kind of fall under this QSMO, and then they'll, the QSMO will act as sort of a, a systems integrator of sorts. All that still needs to be figured out because the, each of the QSMOs, the quality service management offices, needs to develop a plan and a strategy on their own about how what, what, what the forward, what, what they'll look like in a year, two years, five years from now. What they're doing, however, is picking up some of the best practices from previous attempts. And Jared, I can go back to 2003 when OMB launched the Lines of Business Initiative, which had financial management, HR, and grants as part of it. I can go back to the Obama administration when they talk about uh, financial management shared services and you must, must move to a federal provider, only to find out that the federal providers were not ready, able, or capable in many regards of accepting huge agencies, and they struggled. I mean, there's been a handful of success stories, but more more failures than success stories. So they're trying to take those lessons learned as part of this. And they said, well, one of the problems was there was not enough uh, oversight and not enough accountability, not enough transparency. So they're trying to add those to the quality service management organizations. At the same time, they're saying, we realize there are are good work that's happening. We don't want to shut that down. So let's make sure that that good work can still be survived and can still move on to help agencies meet their mission. And then the other piece that I think they're learning from from previous experiences is one size does not fit all. Now, I think what we saw with the payroll, which is probably the the most successful example of a, of a federal shared service effort when when agent when all agencies moved to one of four payroll providers, the, that the one of the things they did was they said um, there's one no choice of it, and they did have the one size fits all. But that was payroll with financial management with HR. There are dif- enough differentiators that. What the real goal of these uh, quality service management organizations is to create a set of guardrails and says, okay, everyone play in between the guardrails. And then if you start to fall off the cliff because you go through the guardrail, the QSMOs will, will pick you back up and, and rescue you. Th- that's the hope. And just to stick with the, the lessons learned point for another minute, that the strategy also purports to be based on industry experiences. So so can we tell what they've taken from industry to develop the strategy so far and, and, and how industry will play in this going forward? One thing that Suzette Ken, again, the federal CIO, said at the press briefing last week was this idea of we are taking best practices from industry from from across the really global best practices and applying them. Now, how is that going to work? I think that works around the standards. That works around this idea of making sure that the customer voice is heard clear. From an industry perspective, you know, they have to have a seat at the table, too. Right. The, one of the challenges with the Obama administration's efforts around shared services was industry didn't know where they sat. They were told, well, you can provide services or they, they were told you can be this. You can be the the um, staffing side of it or you could provide the s- software. But but OK, well, what does that mean and where do I sit? So I think that they're trying to make sure that the industry has that seat at the table as well. At the same time, I think it's unclear how big of a seat that will be for industry. And Jared, I think it's unclear where industry necessarily will, how big of a role they'll play. For instance, New Pay, they made awards to two industry teams. 
but GSA acting as the quality service management organization seems to be the the buffer between those teams of vendors and potentially National Finance Center, Interior Business Center. It's unclear how that's going to work still. So I, I think industry still is waiting for more details, and I think those details are, are, aren't going to come until you know a couple months once the quality service management organizations have their own internal strategies ready to go. Yeah, there, there's a lot that's unclear, and, and you know, fair enough because this is just an initial strategy document. But but what to you are some of the biggest unanswered questions that that you would be hoping to see some answers to in the near term? One of the biggest challenges that the shared service effort has had over the years is the how do you pay for it? So if I'm a if I'm an agency X and I'm doing my own financial management services on a you know IBM mainframe COBOL system that's 35 years old, where am I getting the money to move to a software as a service in the cloud? Right? Where's that money coming from? Well, I can request it from Congress, but okay. So now we're in 2020. We're waiting on the 2020 budget, so I can request it in the 2021 budget. So I'll get it maybe in 2022. I mean, that's a long time to wait. Meanwhile, my system is old potentially has some cybersecurity. So the pain for a piece is not clear. And agencies also, the, the federal shared service providers, what is their role in this? It's unclear as well. This memo does not lay out. You know, Suzette Ken, as I said, says, we're going to continue the good stuff. But National Finance Center, Interior Business Center, others have also legacy systems, Treasury's ARC. They're dealing with legacy systems and they have to modernize and there is no money for them to modernize. And they could say, well, you know, in the private sector, Jared, if, if you were a private sector company and you wanted to modernize, you could raise your fees, right? So industry pays you a dollar a seat. Now they're going to pay you a dollar fifty a seat and you can use that 50 cents for modernization, for upgrades. The government can't do that. There's something called the Economy Act, and that dates back to 1932. Uh, that has not been solved yet, and that is still, to me, the biggest stickety wicket in all of this shared services talk. Until you solve that problem, the federal shared services providers will struggle to modernize to go forward. Uh, the, the last piece I'll just offer is I think there's a, a little bit of, of transparency that still needs to happen, and, and potentially it will happen once the, the strategies come out. But it's kind of unclear of, about the, the steps forward. Where are we going next? There's several agencies, Homeland Security Department, Commerce, Labor, to name three, that are already in the process of looking at new financial management systems. And now I've been told that they've already had meetings with OMB, with Treasury, uh, as Treasury is developing this QSMO, which is, which is actually a good sign. But th they can't wait till the QSMO gets up and running and decides which way they're going to go. They need those systems now. So how's that going to work? It's unclear. All right, Federal News Network's Jason Miller, a lot to watch in the days and months ahead. Thanks so much. My pleasure, Jared. And you can find Jason's story at federalnewsnetwork.com. Still ahead on Federal News Radio, how the keeper of some of the nation's most valuable data makes sure it stays secure. First, though, when contractors go bad, the Labor Department wants to speed up the process of suspension or debarment. That's next on the Federal Drive with Tom Temin on Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. I'm Jared Serbu, filling in for Tom. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.